Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and it's good to be with you. It's great to be with you outside of retrograde. And now that things have gone direct in the stars, I can definitely feel a lot more clarity around some some pretty monumental stuff in my life. And I hope that you're getting some of that clarity too as we move into some forward-moving motion. I agree we could all use some forward-moving energies and just a different headspace in general. Um, I never really like to give any particular energy towards one particular topic, um, when it comes to like retrograde, oh, you know, this person's a cancer, so they must be this, or retrograde is happening and everything is going to go to shit, or, um, you know, you're a star seed, so that means you're this, or, you know what I mean? Like I, I try to keep my mind open to what it can mean personally as a fractal of the universe, instead of making assumptions based off of what the, I guess, stereotypical outcomes of those, of those particular things are. But this retrograde hit me in a way that felt the way I have heard others mention it be. And I'm like, oh, that's what they're talking about. And it doesn't mean in in so many words that uh, retrograde should have a bad rap. It's just that there was so much to uncover and get deep into with regarding my whole last year that this retrograde um allowed me to dig up and deal with. And that's, I think, why it was particularly hard for me. And so um, this episode may be a little bit different because I'm going to be sharing with you some very personal stories of what my year has looked like with one particular topic and kind of giving you a really raw inside to some of the, what I have been calling fuckery (laughs) that's been happening in my life. And I've been going, what the heck is going on? This seems so weird that something like this would happen. Um, you know, it's like the universe is against me. Like what's happening. It seems really, really bizarre. So it's been difficult for me to feel like the universe has my back. And the reason why I want to tell you these series of stories I'm about to tell you is so you won't understand and know that you are not alone or that I don't have it all together either. And hopefully take something out of that that'll help you relate and whatever you're trying to heal from. Um, so yesterday at the time of recording, uh, I was supposed to get married this past Saturday. We had sent out the invites. We booked the venue. Uh, we did all the things and, you know, leading up to, um, once we finally booked a wedding date, there seemed to just be a lot of little things that kept happening 
that was giving me kind of, I wouldn't say like any like a red flags or anything, not, nothing with our relationship, not at all, just outside external stuff, particularly when it came to just the wedding event. And, um, you know, there was like some weird family stuff going on that we weren't sure about. And then I was having all these issues with like my dress and, um, you know, kind of other things. And it, it started to get to a, a boiling point where I was like, what is happening? There's all this weird stuff happening around the wedding. So, um, I may have briefly told you about some of this, but I'm going to kind of encapsulate the whole thing just so you can understand the way I'm, I'm shifting my perspective with regards to what the universe has been doing in my life. So it started off with, um, the dress that I was getting. I had ordered a dress from a bridal store in another state and the designer I really liked. And I was like, Oh, this is super unique. And so, um, I had, I had spoken with them and, you know, figured out how much it costs and all that stuff, whatever. Anyway, so we had done all the measurements. This is, uh, shortly after I had my baby, I wait six months to get the dress. And this is when the fuckery began. <laughs> uh, it was about January of, of last year. And so, uh, I get the dress and the dress does not fit anywhere close so being a plus size woman myself, like I didn't want to go into bridal stores because they, they're, you know, known for not having our sizes and you just don't feel as pretty and you kind of have to visualize and, um, you know, tuck things here and pin this there. And, and it just, it's, it doesn't, you don't feel the way that you think you should. And since I've been married before, I know that anyway. And so I was like, well, I'll just order online as long as we have the measurements and stuff like that. I know what looks good on my body and what doesn't, and that should be fine. So I ordered this dress and it comes in the complete wrong size. I don't mean like tight. I don't mean like maybe a size under, I mean like I'm a size 14 on a good day and it was a size eight. So there's a, a long <laughs> like distance between those two sizes. And so I was so just like beside myself and sad, like, cause number one, I just couldn't feel pretty in a dress. I couldn't even fit on my arm, but I, I, I couldn't even see what it would look like, you know, to capture that vision. And so then I had to show it to David so he could try to help me get in the dress and then take pictures and video to show the store that they had made a mistake. And so I'm going through and um, trying to talk to them and tell them like, Hey, this is like not even close to the size. And the, the person on the other end is like, Oh, it's normal to have alterations and it's normal this. And I was like, no, 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 this, this is beyond the scope of normal. We would have to put gussets and extra fabric would completely change the structure of the gown. Like this is, this ain't cool, you know? Um, and they're standing by their word. They are not going to refund me. They are not going to get me another dress. And it's two weeks of back and forth. And I'm starting to panic because I'm like, we don't have that much time before our wedding um, to get that done. And so um, they just kind of ghost me and I don't hear from them for the, for the last week on the third week of trying to communicate. And I said, okay, gosh, all right, well, I guess I have to go out and buy another dress. I'll try and sell this one. So I posted it on Instagram, no bites, no nothing or whatever. And I ran to another local store and found a dress that I didn't love, but you know, was pretty um, and, and bought that one. And as soon as I signed my life away on that new second dress, um, <laughs> they come back and say, okay, we did make a mistake. Somebody else, uh, from that store and we're, we're going to correct it and we'll get you uh, another dress in the right size. And I'm thinking, ah, 
I just spent another couple few thousand dollars on a different dress. Ugh, this is like so untimely. And so I didn't want to tell them that I bought another dress because I thought I would lose my leverage. And I said, um, well, I don't want this dress anymore because, you know, now everybody has seen it. My, my sister has tried it on, you know, like just to show that the size was off and this and that. And, um, and it's, it doesn't, I won't, I don't feel pretty in this dress. I've had a really bad experience with this. It has bad energy all over it. No. And so there was a different dress by the same designer that I really, really loved. And I thought, okay, well, um, you know, can I get this dress instead? And they said, that was fine. So, um, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well now that I've got two dresses, this is a bit excessive plus a reception dress. This is a lot. I'm not that kind of diva. I don't think it's that deep. Like I shouldn't have all that and thinking I'll just sell the, the second dress that I ended up buying, uh, that I ran out to buy. So they, I return the first initial dress that doesn't fit and stay with me here. It's a long story. Um, and, uh, to them and they go get working on the, the new dress. And so, um, I, you know, we wait months and months and months for all of them to come. Um, the local bridal store that I went to, the dress came in, it's beautiful. It's fine. It's not really me. Then I had, I had a dream that, the first bridal store, the second dress from the first bridal store, this is confusing yet, that it came in the wrong color. And I had a dream about it. I, hate, I was like, in the dream, I was really upset because I was like, oh man, we don't have a lot of time left and, you know, whatever. And the dress comes in the wrong color. And I'm like, not only did they get the wrong size, but then they got the wrong color and they don't know um, that we had to cancel our wedding. So they are operating on very, very thin timelines. So I was like, that's super weird, like to have all this kind of trouble kind of around the dress. And, you know, me feeling like in some way, maybe that's like, you know, a bad omen. Okay. So let me back up a few months prior before the dresses came in, we were kind of, um, trying to look at some other stuff or whatever. I had a veil that had ordered, um, some veil material that I had ordered from China and they had had a Chinese new year. And so it taken off, um, about four weeks. And so it sat inside of the postal office and I was waiting for this fabric to come in for it to get cut and whatever. And, um, you know, right before they ship it, the post office has a fire. And so the material that I waited for like almost six weeks, um, is now burned up in a fire. And I was like, Oh my God, like that is such an omen. Isn't it? Is that a sign? Is that a sign that we should cancel the wedding? Is it a sign? You know? And I believe in signs, you know, you've listened to the show, but I didn't want to take it that deep because I was like, you know, uh, uh, maybe that's just a weird coincidence that we have all these problems with the dress and the veil. Maybe it's just kind of me. I'm having an issue with my image. I'm having an issue with something like that. Maybe it's kind of like energy around that. So we come down to it. It's about February. And um, for, for privacy reasons, I can't really reveal much of this, but there was a family situation that happened that um, did it just wouldn't have been okay, basically, for us to have gotten married when we got married. And it was a surprise and it was just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is happening right after we sent the invitations out. And so it's just this kind of kerfuffle of like craziness with like family and then some other really personal stuff that was going on between me and some other family members and some stuff that was going on with my partner's family. And it was just like, gosh, like this just does not feel like the right time. So I made the call and said, you know what, we should postpone it. Like, this is just not going to, it's not going to be the happiest moment in time if we do it this way. 
and, uh, and made the call. So that was like really heartbreaking for me. And I know a lot of people who have um, had to postpone their weddings know what that feels like. And I thought, you know, like it, it shouldn't be this big of a deal, but it was just like, ugh, you know, having to reschedule vendors and having to, you know, lose deposits and retainers and just, you know, also the disappointment of having to tell your family and friends like, Hey, and then being like, is everything okay? Is something wrong with their relationship? And it's like, there's nothing wrong with our relationship. It's just, it's not the right time, you know, given every, all of our external circumstances. And so, uh, anyway, I'm in my head busy trying to plan the next step. Okay. So maybe we'll elope in Paris. Maybe we'll go do this there or we'll do it here. Or we'll do it wherever. Uh, because I simply can't let go of the vision that I had or the expectation I had for what was supposed to happen this year. And I think that as we approached the date, I was getting more and more anxious to do something about that because I was afraid of feeling hurt or in pain from the loss of a plan or a loss of dashed expectations. And so, um, you know, fast forward a little bit and um, me and, and David start talking about possible new plans and we start looking at this other not other venue. We kind of looked at this place and I had gotten, um, a permit for us to take pictures there. This really pretty place in the park. And so I, uh, emailed them and said, Hey, we've postponed our wedding. Um, uh, is it okay if we are, is our date, uh, transferable? And they're like, we don't have you anywhere on the calendar. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I have a receipt. I have this, I have that. No, we never got your payment. We never got this. We never got that. And I was like, no, no, here's the receipt. Here's the payment. Um, and they were like, oh, well, we only book for the year that we're in. So you would have booked that for last year, June 4th, 2021. And I was like, what? No, like I, I, here's all my paperwork. It says 2022. And they're like, oh, we only book for the year of, so sorry. (laughs) You just got to lose that money. And I thought, well, and if we had had our initial wedding date, then like, we would have shown up there and, you know, to do ceremony or, or, or whatever and pictures. And they would have been like, no, you can't, you can't come here. That would have been a fucking, that would have been horrible. Anyway. So I guess dodged a bullet there kind of, but I was like, that's another part of this fuckery. What else is going on? And behind that, uh, then we had decided, okay, we'll, we'll settle on next year, same date, just next year. And went back to our venue uh, to confirm that date. Now, because we moved our date, we had settled on a new date, May 20th for next year. And so, um, I was in, in talks with the wedding coordinator there and saying like, we're not really set, set on that date, but we'll just put that as like a placeholder contractually. So we have a date. And so she comes to me about a few weeks ago and she's like, Hey, um, you know, do you think that you'll use that date or you still need that date or blah, blah, blah. And, and kind of had some urgency in her voice. And I was like, Oh, well, uh, does someone need that day? And she was like, yeah, the owner's son, the owner of the country club's son wants to get married on this date. And I thought, well, they've been super great with us and being flexible. Yeah, he can have the date. We can just move our back, ours back a couple of weeks. We weren't um, concrete on what we were going to do yet. So cool. That's fine. I'll, I'm flexible. Easy breezy. No bridezilla here. Okay. And so um, I said, I'll get back with you in a couple of weeks when we, we have ironed out all of our details and we know for sure. So I come back a couple of weeks later, this is like last week and I'm like, okay, uh, we have the date. It's going to be June 4th next year. 
And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we can't honor your pricing anymore because we changed all our pricing and we changed this and changed this. And instead of it costing X amount of dollars, it's going to cost four times what we were going to pay for it before. In addition to a three times more, you know, beverage and food minimum. And I had this like icky feeling in my stomach that we basically got squeezed out, that they knew that there were higher dollar or people who would pay more money and them giving up our, us giving up our contractual wedding date in order to squeeze us out so they wouldn't have to honor uh, our date anymore. So now we don't have a venue anymore. And so it was just like, what? Now I've gone 16 minutes in telling you all these stories and I haven't even told you half of them. Um, not even close. That's the kind of energy that I feel like I've been working against. And it's, it seems, it seems small. Cause it's like, it seems like it's just a wedding, you know, it's just an event. Like me and David are solid. We've got a family We're you know, like whatever, it shouldn't be that big a deal. But it was in this situation that I started to see like the ugly head of some deeper wounds show up. And I think I've mentioned this before that my narrative, when things are going to shit that, um, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter what I want, what I want doesn't matter. And that being a really painful one for me, what I think doesn't matter. Um, and feeling devastation around having every little thing that I've put in place to plan and all my expectations that I held on to really just literally burn in front of me. And me coming to have to, you know, like tell between my legs of defeat almost and trying to make something happen that was never meant to happen at this particular time. So if this had been around anything else, I don't think I would have been as scared. I think I would have been pissed, but I wouldn't be as scared because this makes me then fear my, you know, like it doesn't make me fear, but like in my internal narrative goes, oh, am I not supposed to marry David? Am I not supposed to? you know, are we not supposed to get together? Is this the omen? Is this the bad thing? And, um, you know, be, being previously divorced before I'm being really, really vulnerable with y'all. Um, just scared. Like, am I making a mistake? Is the universe trying to protect me from, from following through and doing this, whatever. And I had to sit with that for a while because I felt so afraid that, I was making the wrong decision and that's why the universe was blocking me, you know, to shit. And I sat with that for some time. And of course, you know, David didn't like those thoughts and we, we had, we had discussed it and stuff like that. And he was like, I feel like if, if that was happening to me, I would double down like to show the universe, this is something I really, really want. And I was like, nah, cause everything in my life, if I've really doubled down and try to push and push and push, it's, it, it blows up in my face. And then this is an exact proof of that. And, um, I, <laughs> I'd sat with it and I thought the, the thing that I heard was it's not a no, it's a not right now. And what, what is even better is that four people from my mystery school have conveyed that message to me as well after I received that myself. And, you know, there was this part in my heart that just felt like what is, what else could happen? Everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong, except the relationship. And that should be a good thing, right? <laughs> right. 
And I had to sit and go, is this enough? Is this as beautiful and as wonderful and as lovely as I think it is? And is me running is running towards, you know, having this event? I mean, you know, it's an occupational hazard because I used to be a wedding photographer forever. So there's that. But there's this expectation that I have that I can't be present with what's good right now, that I have to look forward to something and it has to be grand and it has to be beautiful and it has to be this and it has to be that. And I'm missing my life now. Like I'm missing what's beautiful to me now and about our relationship. And isn't that what the celebration is supposed to be? And, and I, and I hope that it makes sense to you why I've told you this story, because otherwise you, you all felt like you wasted 20 minutes, but there are times in my life, and I'm sure some of you can relate that we have gotten so attached to an outcome so attached to what it is that we're building and planning and thinking and looking forward to that we're missing the present and how beautiful that experience is. And uh, here's another example of that. I started to think about, you know, I've been practicing my French and I'm really like anxious to get back into France. I haven't been in a while and it's one of my favorite places. And um, <laughs> I'm... I'm in my head going, you know what? We should go to France. We should go in September or somewhere and like start traveling again. It would be really great to bring David and Veda there and blah, blah, blah. And I heard this voice that was like, don't do not book anything until you're finished with this trip because we are going on what was supposed to be our honeymoon today. Like while you guys are listening, headed to Mexico. And so I was like, what am I doing? I'm getting ready to go on a, a, a long, beautiful trip, a family vacation, not our honeymoon anymore, but doesn't make it mean that it can't be like honeymoon and, and sitting here in my head, trying to plan the next trip, the next thing and, and not being present with what I'm, I'm doing right now. And it's not to say that I'm never present. I'm definitely present when I'm packing and doing those things, you know, whatever, but I'm having a really hard time being present in my human and allowing the FOMO that I feel about what I think I'll miss out on as an experience, take me out of this one. So I'm afraid, you know, like I want to have this beautiful wedding. I don't have this experience that I've given so many other people through photographs and that I've seen, I've set up like my job was uh, editorial, you know, creative director We'll go in, create a photo shoot, and then get it published and whatever. You know, I would create a scene, a moment, a theme uh, of an ambiance, if you will. I would pick out the dress and the the venue and the florals and the vignettes. And this, I was creating visual magic for other people constantly. And to only try to create that for myself and have it crash and burn. And I felt like this isn't fair you know, in the sense of like, what I want doesn't matter. Everybody else gets to have that, but I don't. I don't get to have my special day. I don't get to have this, da, 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 you know, fill in the blank. And have you ever felt that way? And the manifestations that you're trying to bring forth. And when you see that that expectation has been dashed and you've missed the larger picture, 
Have you ever said, this isn't fair? Everybody else gets to have it. Why not me? And I just think that we're not that special. (laughs) We're not that special for the universe to single us out, out of everyone. You know, everyone else gets to have it, but not me. I am the lowly piece of scum that doesn't deserve a good life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that that's the case. Um, What I do think, though, is that uh, unique to each of us, the universe presents us with situations that ask us to look at those narratives and ask us to look at areas in which we are still needing more. So for me, I got a good, good in-depth look at what what it looks like when the universe says not right now. Not right now. It doesn't mean not ever. Not right now. Not like this. Not when families are feuding and things, other weird things are happening and not when the energy isn't right. You know, like, I I mean, there's, it's a reason I didn't, it's not a reason. It's the reason I ended up calling it off or postponing it. Um, Not my engagement with David, but the wedding in general, because I just knew that this isn't, it isn't right, right now. So I've always known in my past that when things of like this have happened, I've always found something kind of better that I didn't expect. And I know I've mentioned this before and I, it's so, so fucking crazy how often I will say something on this show and then the universe will be like, mm, did you mean that? Let's see. Let's put it through the test. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Okay. Uh, put your money where your mouth is. And so the thing that I always say is that we, we have put on a pedestal kind of like what our expectation is. And if, if we were asking for better, we wouldn't know what to ask for because we would only be making modeling an example from the past. And so if the universe is trying to give you something better, you wouldn't know what that looked like. And so when it didn't go the way you thought it should, you would interpret that as bad, that there was something wrong, something unfair, something unexpected, that you're the scum of the earth because you didn't get what it is that you thought you should have gotten. And the universe is going, damn, could the, can she chill? Like we're trying to give her something better, a better experience, something that could be more magical, you know? Who knows? Maybe one of you own a venue out in Italy somewhere or something, and you're like, come over to Lake Como in our beautiful mansion. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that would be way better than getting married here. But, um, you know, you just don't know. You don't know what possibilities are out there when you wait. And I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, but it's not, you know, the patience is not just to be patient, it's to be present. And what I was missing in the meantime, I was like all upset and I was just feeling away. And, um, it was coming out in weird, funky ways towards David. And, and I was like, you know, I had a chance to, to be really present and sit and watch him with my daughter and go, there is no one else I want to, I would rather be with no one else. It was our anniversary yesterday. And, um, well, today is the fifth that I'm recording, but, um, this past Saturday, the day we're supposed to get married and it's like, you know, we have something to celebrate. It's two years together. We, um, got through a pandemic and, uh, a birth (laughs) and some other external family stuff and we're stronger than ever. Why isn't that something to be celebrated on its own? 
why do I still feel super bummed? You know, it's not to say you can't feel bummed about your plans, but when you're holding on to your plans deeper than, you know, what's in front of you, there's some, there's some, some shift in perspective that probably needs to happen. I'm and, and just talking to myself here, you know? So I start looking, I'm starting to look at that differently. And I think like retrograde really did a number on me because I was really in my feelings about it. And all of a sudden it was like June 2nd hit and it was like, oh, it doesn't really bother me that much anymore. <laughs> um, shocking. Now that those forward moving energies are here. Um, so anyway, I'm just, I'm, I'm just here to kind of present that as one, to be vulnerable with you and to just tell you honestly what's going on in my life. But two, to say, you know, like in, in the midst of, of this big shift, there are going to be a lot of changes that are ha that are happening in our world. And, um, we've talked about this in mystery school and I talked about it on the read today and it, um, it's just, there's going to be a lot of change. And we have an idea about what our world should look like based off an old energy. And while that energy is changing, that means that we're going to have to adjust our sails and look at our life differently, look at the world differently. And that sometimes is really painful. Who knows? Maybe in a month or two, I'm going to be like, I don't think it's necessary to get married. Not because I love my partner any less, but because the, the structure of the institution doesn't mean the same thing anymore because the energy of our world has changed. Um, I doubt that's going to happen for me personally, but you know what I mean? I'm just trying to give an example. Like there can be a lot of things. You might decide that you're, that job that you're working at doesn't work anymore or that relationship you're in doesn't work anymore. Or, um, you know, the place that you live doesn't work anymore. The relationship you have with your dad doesn't work anymore or whatever, you will start to see that old world crumble away and get into a space where you go, okay, like, what, it, what is it, what does it look like now? And if we can't be present, then we're making plans based off of old energy. We're making plans based off an old world. And I think that's why spirit was like, mm -mm -mm. don't, don't book that trip. Don't plan anything yet because you will be, I think that I'm going into an experience that's going to change me in a big way. I'm expecting that. So to be present with your circumstances now, and I, I know that I've spoken about this already in the last few weeks, but I think that it'd be more, it's more important to reemphasize that in the coming energies, because we are now in forward moving energy and in forward moving energy. Uh, it doesn't mean necessarily you have to go out and do a bunch of crap. It just means that you're not looking backwards anymore. That we're, we're, it's not, we're not done digging, but that we're having an opportunity to now look at what we've dug up and reflect on that for myself. It's, you know, going through all those feelings that I was feeling of rejection of, you know, unfairness of feeling like, Oh, I don't, I don't get to have what I want or whatever. And, and looking at it from such a small lens, I'm so close up to the details of every little fucking thing that's, you know, went wrong in my life. And I'm forgetting that if I had the opportunity to zoom out, there's a bigger picture at play here. There's something better, grander, better for our situation. Uh, some of you listening may think, oh, well, those are all red flags. You shouldn't get married. I mean, maybe. That's not how I interpret them, but it's it's possible that it's just not right now. I know that in my life, for instance, um, when I tried to move to Paris and the visa didn't go through and I had to move back home and I was homeless for a second. Um, 
it was, it was devastating because it was just like, oh my goodness, like all of my dreams and hopes and plans of moving away to Paris would, oh, I'm never going to get the chance to blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's not a no, it's just not right now. I mean, at any point in my life, I can go up and do that now. It was going to be really difficult if I had done it then. I didn't have a photography base. I didn't have the podcast yet. If I Maybe if I had moved to Paris, I wouldn't have even started this podcast. So my higher self or spirit or whoever you identify with had a vision that I couldn't see. And I think that that applies to all of our lives at times. We're, we're super close up. And we're looking at things from the perspective of what's happening to us instead of believing that, you know, we make our own reality in that, in that very moment. In that very moment, I decided to claim victimhood instead of empowerment of like, you know what, something better is happening. Because I'm always known that to show up later, it does take time. But I wanted to be in my pity party, which I'm, I'm allowed to. There was a lot of shit that happened. But it just felt so unfair. Like it was being done to me. It felt personal. It felt like the world was against me and David. And or myself moving to Paris, you know, like, or my ex-marriage. There, there are so many circumstances in which we may feel that the world is against us when, in fact, it's doing something for our benefit. I say that while also still considering what's happening in our world. And uh, something really beautiful that was said in mystery school today. I am learning so much from the people there. Like y'all might think that I'm teaching the whole thing, but it's not. It's very much a community-based learning system. And what was really beautiful is that one of the participants had talked about um, that this particular time, June, the solstice and everything, is that there's a lot of energy that the earth is releasing that there's no more space for in order to open up space for new energies, um, the raise in vibration or the change in vibration, however you want to perceive that. But when I thought of the image, I thought of like a portal of the earth essentially vomiting (laughs) up stuff that wasn't serving her anymore and getting rid of those, those, those old energies that were um, put on this planet by old systems And while those systems are breaking and crumbling, we're seeing, we're watching the vomit. Like earth stings right now. It is a a disgusting sight. It is violent. It is just, I mean, the most absolute repulsive stuff that you could see happen in your lifetime happening over and over and over again. And... It's, it's, I I don't, I don't even have words for what that feels like, but the earth has seen some of the worst tragedies that maybe our universe has ever experienced. And the earth is saying, all right, it's time to get out. It's time to get rid of this. It is time to go. Um, And so in that we are, we are purging a lot of these old energies in order to make space for a new So while I I can see that on a a very uh, macro scale, we can also see it on a micro scale and saying that like, look at your own life and ways in which you've been clearing out the junk, clearing out the clutter, getting rid of the things that you've been consuming that are no longer serving you. 
Maybe you take a social media break, which is what I'm about to do. Or you decide to, you know, pick foods that are more nourishing for yourself. Or you stop hanging on to old plans that uh, are no longer fit for you anymore. Like now that you've changed. Because I think sometimes we have we have a lot of plans that are that were made for who we were, but not for who we are. And they no longer fit. It's that puzzle piece that just doesn't doesn't go in the right spot anymore. So looking at ways in which the universe is kind of like cock blocked you <laughs> from your manifestations and and put you in a space and saying, like, it's not because things are unfair or because no one loves you, or because no one cares about what you think, perhaps there's a larger play at hand here. Perhaps some of the stuff that's been happening has been as an effort to help you heal, to help you be protected, to help open up something inside of you that you would have never, never had access to if this particular situation had happened. There's a lot of ways that this can be kind of um, sliced, but I know for me, like I, I gave you something that's a little bit more fun. <laughs> I've had also very, very dire things that or felt have felt dire um, that have been a lot more painful than just the the plans of a wedding, and seeing in the long run that the bigger picture that the universe was trying to give me something, not take something away. So I know that I felt that in. Um, I don't know. There's there's a part of me, and I know some of you are like this, but there's a part of me that when I really, really want something, that I will not take no for an answer. And I know that that's what happened in my last marriage. I wanted something so bad, and there were so many red flags in the the relationship part. Not even not the wedding part, not any of that stuff, but in the relationship part. And I and I I couldn't give it up. Like I knew in in multiple areas we should have broken up. And a point in time where I almost did, and I didn't listen to myself. And I thought, and I, and I reacted out of fear. I may never have another chance to have anybody love me again. So I went through with that. And I made, it's like, I'm, you know, I had that idea that I made my bed because it pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed for it when the universe was trying to give me something else. And at some point the universe goes, all right, well, she's not going to listen. So she's going to have to learn. And I got a a wonderful slash terrible opportunity to learn that in my last relationship. Now, what what it did give me is a larger scope to be able to see the blessing that the taking away could have been, but I wouldn't listen to it. And so in this situation, I'm like, all right, hands up. I'm good. Like, okay, universe, you're not trying to make this happen right now. Let me just lean back and see. Let me lean back and see, because in fact, if there's something better, I want that thing. I didn't feel like that in the moment. And, you know, it's still, still like crazy to think about all the stuff that went wrong, but in some way I'm being ushered into something else. And I've noticed that upon me zooming out and seeing the larger picture, my relationship has improved. I've been able to give myself, um, uh, more presence, more appreciation for the person I have in front of me, uh, without needing to do necessarily this old system. Now that's not to say that we won't get married, but it's just, there's this part of me that's like, I, I, I almost wanted to fall into that gap of what everybody else does. 
because that's what I've seen. That's what I've done. That's what I've practiced. That's what I promote. That's what I've, you know, worked in for so long that I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't imagine that there would have been something better for me, not like to make me special, but better for me outside of what I've always seen. Now hear me on that little thing, that there could be something better for you outside of what you've always seen. So if we can open ourselves up to what could be better, that means that we will have never experienced that thing before, so we wouldn't know what to expect. So allow yourself to open your hands in this June month to be free to the flow of that forward-moving energy to let the universe take you somewhere for once. I'm in that space right now. I'm in like all full mode, hands up, like just I'm in surrender. Like, okay, universe, what would you have for me? What would you like to change in my life? Higher self, if you're from the future, if time exists, <laughs> you know, help me out here, which they, they probably have already been doing. So anyway, sorry, long, long-winded way to say, um, hopefully spiritually that helps you get into a space of saying, all right, when shit's going down and I'm feeling like a lot is against me, do I have the opportunity to lean back? Do I have the opportunity to receive? Do I have the opportunity to let go of my expectations in this moment and not perceive that this thing that is not happening is a negative? Maybe there's something better that I can't see and giving way to those who can. So that's what I got. Uh, I love all y'all. I'm about to go on my honeymoon slash not honeymoon. I think we're going to tell people it's our honeymoon anyway, because they give you special treatment. Like they bring out special cake and stuff. Like, <laughs> So we're going to have a good time. Uh, I am still contemplating whether or not I will do an episode next week or whether I should just have the vacay. But I something is telling me that the, there's going to be some, some mad spiritual downloads while I'm there. So I'm going to bring my microphone anyway and we'll see. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do an episode next week, but you know, just in case heads up, if anything, if there's nothing there, um, that's all I got. I hope you have an amazing, wonderful week and, uh, send me and my family some prayers as we embark on this trip, uh, to keep us safe and for very amazing, weird spiritual stuff to happen. <laughs> that way I can report it back to you and have a really cool episode next week. All right. I'll see y'all on the next one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.